You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 256. And it's Tuesday, October 30th, 2018. Today on the podcast, we've got a number of different things for you. Layton's going to be reading a story provided by Jeff. To me, it sounds like there's some feedback going on, like a loop. I hear way too much of my own voice, but maybe it's just me. Uh, audio, it looks like it's picking up fine, so I'm assuming we're all good. Well, we'll just pl- just pause it and play it back to yourself to see how it sounds. All right, we got that taken care of. It's all good. So, Lynn's got a story for us to read. We got a, I got a tech tip for you. We've got some feedback to get to as I well. I have some tech, some t- a tech t- news. Some tech news that that frightened me, or didn't frighten, but I hope we're on the same page because I've got another little tidbit that also might send some shivers down your spine. Ah, uh, shivering tech tips. So let's start with the feedback, okay. and then we'll get over and we'll talk about some of the technology things. Read a story, and Jeff's got some some Google tech with us here as well. That's going to be fun. And Jeff, do you have anything else besides this Google tech that you want to talk about? Um, well, if you guys wanted to talk about Halloween, I have some, some information from a blog post I'm writing. You know what, Jeff, why I forgot about that? Um, because I'm looking at our, our Kanban flow board hmm. and I don't see talk about Jeff's blog, blog anywhere on here. You know what? I don't see it either. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Well, guess we do also, next year. You also don't see my my tech tip either. I know. <laughs> you do see my tech tip. I, I don't see it because I'm not looking at it. Oh. Well, it doesn't matter. We're not we're not Nazis. We're not Kanban Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start with some feedback. All right. So hold uh, on. This is feedback from a few weeks ago. Oh. Way back when we asked if it matters if we record. And and uh, if we record on Tuesday, Layton says it's spiel, but then we don't publish it until Wednesday or Thursday. Do people care? So this is what the Zeke Life messaged us and said. And this is verbatim. So if there's doesn't make sense, don't blame me. Even if I listen to the pod a day later, the timestamp should still be on Tuesday. People celebrate Christmas at various times, but Christmas Day is still December 25th. Hmm. <laughs> I think I I know the point that he's making, but I still don't understand. I think he's joking a little bit. Okay. All right. Thank you, Zeke, for that. So Some you're saying jokage. keep keep uh, recorded on Tuesday and the date in there, even if it's not released until the Thursday. Right. Yeah. When you get your phone. Like, and you look in the manufacture date, you want to know when it was actually made. You don't want to know when you got it. The only thing that I care about, though, is when I get it. <laughs> yeah. But, when but, you're, I, but you can, but you can remem- remember when you got it. Yes. But, but looking back, you could say, hey, I'm curious to know when this product was made. When you grab something off the shelf, you want it to be fresh. Mm. And you want to see the packaged on date. Mm. Uh, and we've got some other feedback here, too. Remember we posted uh, a video of our nephew-in-law 
dancing around when the music was playing for the podcast. Yes. Well, a listener wrote in from Instagram, uh, Widowen, and she said that her daughter loves the music and starts dancing every time she hears it as well. In fact, I think she might have posted that even before we saw Max, wow. our nephew, do it. And then she also followed up with a question. Her husband and her have been debating have been debating this. At the end of a prayer, should it be uh, in Jesus' name with the uh, apostrophe after Jesus or without the apostrophe? You know with what I mean? the apostrophe. So, with the apostrophe. Okay. It's, with the it's apostrophe. a possessive Jesus. That, that's what I agree to. So there's your answer. If you have any other theological questions, you can send them over here and we'll give you quick witted answers. That was a theological question. Mm-hmm. All right. Three, theological grammar. There is such a thing. <laughs> All right, Leighton, what's your feedback? Uh, my feedback was I, I got it just either today or yesterday. I can't quite remember. But it's from Mitch, and he said that when he was listening to the last, last week's podcast, when he was listening, he had to stop and rewind it because he couldn't believe that we were doing an interview with one of his old classmates. No! Yes. No way! Yep. That is great. Yep. Get this. Do you think we should reunite them? We could set up video cameras, and we could have uh, perfect music playing. Uh, Oh, man, this could be great. They probably haven't heard of each other since then, except Mitch obviously did. Mitch has heard of him. Uh, And now we're kind of letting the beans out of the bag, as it were. But Mitch claims... That since coworker Mitch, by the way, coworker Mitch, since uh, being with him in school, being with Jody, being with Jody in school, and fast forwarding to now, he hasn't changed a bit. That is great. Yep. So that just goes to show that uh, some people never change. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, most people never change. Shh, Jeff. Mm. The parts of people change. Reuben is going to grow up to be this grumpy old grandpa. Like he is now? I'm not yep. a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But that's something that I'm, can change. I'm kidding. Uh, no, that's a. I, I hope but so. It's a, that's who I want to be. You want to be a grumpy old grandpa? No, you'll uh, be a great grandpa. High goals. We did have some other feedback. Uh, Mr. Dave. grandpa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dave from our regular segment during the non-school year part of the year. He wrote in and said, pretty sure that was the most relevant and outside-the-box interview you guys have ever done. Definitely changed my preconceived notions about who would have a yard full of mannequins and why they would do it. Nicely done. I should say relevant because you, ha- because who hasn't seen the house and wondered what the backstory was. Mm. So now you know. Now, the inside story. I feel like that would be a really good segment I mean, I know we that we've already it. done, like, local thoughts, which is just us talking about giving reviews about different stores and establishments mm-hmm. in the Napanee area. But if we would actually, like, delve into the curiosities of Napanee, mm-hmm. you know, like some of the mysteries. like I agree. Like, you know that bed and breakfast along 6? Yeah. That's kind of, like, across from Coppice Commons? Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know. Technically, I think it's across from the church. I think there's yeah. like, is that a Methodist church? I'm not sure. Uh, let's, not get, a, let's not get in the weeds. There's a big uh, pink house. Yeah. It's very old Victorian looking. 
It's we bed were breakfast. Just... I've never stayed in there, and I've always wondered, like, what is it like in What's there? What's in there? I did notice this. Um, we were, um, I was hanging out with Theodore last night in town, and there's this giant, beautiful orange tree, um, and we parked his truck, his old truck, orange truck out there, um, and took some pictures of it, and we noticed that that house has curved windows. Which like the, 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 the Victorian, one? the pink house, oh. actually, some of the windows actually have curved glass in them, which You're is pretty impressive. Curved as in like it bows out? Yes. Like wow. intentionally curved. Hmm. Wow. Like it's on a round, it's on that round part of the corner of the house. Yes. And the, and the, and the glass just like matches that curve. Hmm. Very cool. It's pretty cool. All right. Any other feedback that we've got? Oh, but I do agree. We we need to continue to do this. I don't know what your point was talking about the Airbnb or not the Airbnb. I'm just saying the, 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 the curiosity is Nap- the curiosity is Napanee. The mysteries. To, to be fair though, we have we we must experience them or dive into it. So for the bread and breakfast, I feel like we should stay there. I think it's a good idea. If we if we want to talk, all three about of us it. just spend a night. Yes. Should yeah, we sure. just get one room and we all no. spend the night? <laughs> Maybe we should just have a just us three no. have a French press sleepover Ugh. at that, the bed and that breakfast. That would be the worst. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's talk about this coffee. Yeah. Jeff. yeah, I've got a strong thought about it. You have a strong thought about it, huh? I do. This coffee is it's camping coffee. Camp the coffee. flavor. What and you might wonder what is camping coffee? Woo. Camping I think co- cowboy coffee is no mm. camping coffee. <laughs> Camping coffee is coffee that has a strong flavor, and you need a strong flavor to take your mind about what situation you're in, mm. what's around you, the mosquito bites on your neck, mm. on your legs, the mm. ants crawling through your toes and getting ready to bite you. That's what camping coffee is, and that's what this coffee is. It still it has a great flavor. It just has a strong, noticeable flavor. And actually, I poured coffee into this into this French press and then actually poured some of it into the trash because I decided it was too much. And I realize now that I still had too much in there. It's strong. But it's a good flavor. It's um, uh, definitely interesting. Definitely, uh, this is not a flavored coffee. This is, you know, I don't think it is. Jeff, might mm. make me question myself. Ruben, I've been Ruben, two for two the last two is, weeks. Yourself is being questioned. Oh no, Layton, what do you think? I think it's flavored. I'm trembling. Mm. It's um, it's flavored. It is flavored. It's flavored with um, naturally and artificially flavored. Mm. Jeff went rogue here. This is not a Main Street Roasters coffee. This is not. It's flavored with Kahlua rum and coffee liqueur. Coffee liquor? No, liqueur. No, liqueur. 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 Uh, I don't is, know what flavor that is. But it is non-alcoholic. What so. is liqueur? Liqueur is like a fancy liquor. I don't know. Um, it is, it's, I, I wouldn't d- know. I don't drink it, so. I enjoy it, though. It's good, but it's not. Uh, it's strong. It's a noticeable flavor. Yeah, it's it's a very bold, um, yeah, a so very bold flavor. If someone would want to try it. If they're going camping and they need some coffee to take their mind off the situation, where can they find this coffee? Um, because it's not it's not from our sponsor, Main Street. So Roasters. yeah, you're right. I found this at Pine Hill Discount. Oh, on the discount shelf, <laughs> but it's not outdated. Surprisingly, it was in a box, and the box itself had been damaged, and some of the coffee bags were ripped open. Except this was was still good, and so I got it. Um, uh, but I imagine you can find it at. 
uh, Amazon on Amazon. But what's the brand? <clears throat> it looks like Kahula. A, Kahlua. It looks like it would come from Hawaii. Um, Jeff, I feel like you could rename rather. Than, I I know that Jeff's Edibles was a segment at one point. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened in a long time. Do you feel that you get most of your edibles from Pine Hill Discount? Um, or a, actually, a, a portion no. of them. No? I do get them from discount stores. Okay, I was gonna say if we consistently just get things from Pine Hill Discount, we could call the the segment "Treasures from the Pine." Treasures from the Pine. <laughs> it could still well, be treasures called... from the discount store would be fine. Discounted treasures. Uh, I don't think I don't like the ring of that. Discounted there treasures. There is no ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Speaking boy. of which, I did bring a snack along to try. Yes, it, let's. So. Let, should we dive into edibles? Let, let's do it. Jeff, All right, so go Jeff ahead and grab some of these here. These are um, 180 degree snacks. 180 degree snacks. And they're almond cashew pops, and it's like this, these little squares made of puffed rice and almonds and cashews, and I think it's got mango and pineapple in there as well. It looks like it's supposed to be the healthy version of Rice Krispie squares. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with that sentiment. I was like, uh, these probably aren't going to be good, but they would be a healthy thing to munch on. And then I got them. I'm actually pretty impressed. Yeah, I would stack on these. I feel uh, <clears throat> there's not a lot of flavor. I think I'm getting more sensation from the smell. Mm-hmm. My what? What's the uh, the sense or the organ that does the smell? The uh, olfactory. Olfactory. O- nerve. olfactory I feel like nerve. my olfactory nerve is getting more action than my tongue is. Hmm. And that's not a good thing. I, I wish I'd be tasting a little bit more mm-hmm. with my tongue. It definitely tastes like a healthy snack. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a little more along the uh, protein barish flavor, mm-hmm. but but the crunch is great. And the texture of it is pretty good too. It is. Sometimes with these, uh, it, it's too hard, and you don't get when you bite into it, it doesn't explode. And this definitely has a good, the perfect texture. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely snack on these. I mean, I know I said it was maybe a little too low of a flavor, but uh, I do like it. I'd give it a thumbs up. Any more thoughts about that, Leighton or Jeff? Um, it's got a good, nice of it's pleasant. nice amount of sweetness too. It's pleasant. I enjoy it. It reminds me of I, I forget what the brand is, but Martin's sells these little uh, organic snacks uh, that have a lot of like uh, what are those seeds called? Ch- uh, chai, chai seeds. Well, I don't know what they're, how they're pronounced, but chia, chia seeds. It looks like chai. That sounds like what I'm thinking of is chai with the I and the A switched around. Mm. Gotcha. It's so it's chai and also like coconut shavings. Chia, chia, chia and Ch- coconut Ch- shavings. Chia. Is is it in a liquid form or like no, a drinkable form? It's in a bag, but much smaller than the oh, bag okay. that's in this style, yeah. which people can't see. Have you have you tried it? I did. Um, there was an old man giving out samples of this thing, and he was so cute. When he gave me my sample, I had to buy a bag from him because, like, I didn't want his efforts to go in vain. And it was good. It was really – oh, and also yogurt. It was dried yogurt as Mm, well with the the coconut and – Did it have a little more flavor than what – Yes. The interesting thing about chia seeds is they, like – it's like rice or whatever, but it, it expands more like tapioca, actually. It expands quite a bit if it's left to soak in water. 
Mm. And so I think like if you eat them without them being expanded, it'll kind of like fill you up as it sits in your stomach. Mm. Do you know that or are you just an educated guess? I'm, it's an educated guess. I, I'll go with it. I like it. <clears throat> um, I, I want to go on a little bit of a rant. Mm-hmm. Um, this is often a tangent and we didn't rehearse this as we never do. <laughs> we never. Are you saying this rant is not on the Kanban board? Correct. Uh, and it's not a huge rant, but it's annoying to me how it, I know that the world goes in trends. All right, there's always these things that are coming and going, but it, they just hype it up so much. A couple years ago, it was bacon. Bacon was nuts. Bacon. Bacon. You couldn't get enough bacon. All right. And it got to the point where you were putting bacon on everything. Mm-hmm. You'd put bacon memes everywhere. Yes, and there were there was also bacon clothing, bacon shoes, bacon pants, bacon toothpaste. We even did we? Well, no, I didn't buy the bacon uh, soda, but I could have from uh, what, what's that? Place? I tried oh, it. Rocket, Rocket Fizz. Fizz. Rocket Fizz. I tried yes. it once. Uh, I I decided to stay clear from that, but it was bacon like crazy a couple years ago. Now, I think the craze right now, or it's it's getting there, is avocado. Avocado mm. is nuts. You need to put it on everything, Jim. Avocado's really good. You need to bathe in it. All right? It's so healthy. I'm sure there is shampoo and soap. Avocado, avocado. milk. Hey, my, my brother-in-law only tasted avocados for the first time within the past six months. Whoa. Can you believe that? Such a sad existence. I know. Such a sad existence. <laughs> I'm not done with my rant. Or oh. okay, okay. I'm coming to a conclusion. Well, I, and I say that to say, the wave of these things obviously has an effect on people. Yes. Because my brother-in-law finally ne- has, has now finally tried it. Wow. So I think that we need to start the next trend. Oh yeah. All right. My idea: water. Water is the next insane thing. And you use it to substitute everything. Like, hey, I tried making cookies, and instead of using butter, I put in water. And they were way more healthy. Yeah, less fat, less sugar. Less everything. Like, hey, you know you know how people normally like to smear like avocado on their sandwich, which is kind of weird? Guess what? It's even better with water. You just douse your sandwich with water. Softens it up. Yep. It's like pre-digested. Good old soggy bread. Oh, I love it. It's way juicier. But don't you feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like these other things, there's a little bit of a barrier. So like bacon doesn't grow on trees. Avocados do, but they're expensive. <laughs> but bacon, you know, there's still like, it's kind of expensive. Like water, I think is too cheap to be a trend. It's too accessible. So you're saying it should be some expensive commodity. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go take a browse through Whole Foods and pick the first (laughs) thing that we see that has a price tag of over $10 a bag. (laughs) We need to start start the next trend, is what I'm saying. All right. Well, maybe someone, maybe you can, listeners, you can send us your ideas for what the next trend could Mm. be. Yes. Amen. What should we use to shoo out the avocado trend? Before it even begins. Well, I, no, I it's mean, begun. It's begun. It's here. Before it even comes to full blossoming fruition. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you done with your rant? Yes. All right. 
Where should we go next? Mm. Uh, Why don't we go to some technology? Uh, mm. Jeff, over to my right, we're sitting at a square table. Jeff is to my left. Layton's across from me. Hello. To my right is a chair and a microphone mm-hmm. and what looks like a pin cushion with a USB mm-hmm. cord plugged into it and the other end plugged into the wall. Yep. What is it good for? This, Absolutely. This, uh, this, this special guest of ours is a Google Home Mini. Um, quite handy to have around. It's, it's Google's um, smallest version of a smart speaker and you know directly competes with um, Amazon Echo, Apple HomePod, um, and especially when, when Echo or when Amazon came out with the, with the Echo Dot, Google started pushing the Home Mini, which I purchased, I don't know, probably a year ago, and I absolutely love it. So can you go through some of the features? Like what, what, what does it do and what do you use it for prim- primarily? Yeah, so um, it, it integrates great with Google Assistant, which is deeply integrated into Android um, cell phones. And so um, it'll um, do things like uh, setting alarms, um, reminders. Uh, you can ask it how long it'll take to get to this place, and it'll tell you with current traffic, you know, what – with current traffic conditions, how long it'll take to get there. Um, I believe even you can order stuff. I've never tried this myself, but through um, Google Express, you can actually place orders similar to uh, the Amazon Echo would on Amazon.com. Um, you can use it to control your smart lights. Um, so pretty much it's it's a, a voice-activated window into the Internet, basically. A voice-activated window. <clears throat> Portal, whatever it, you want to call it. Can it also control your windows? If you have um, an Arduino app-controlled windows, sure. All right. It, there, there actually are window blinds that you can control with it. That's that's it's pretty of, legit. That's that's pretty legit. I'm showing a little uh, boomerang so, video of this on Instagram. If you guys want to look at what he's talking about, what I use it most for is um, if I want to watch something on my TV in my room, I have a Chromecast hooked up to there, and I can just um, tell it to play this movie on my Chromecast, and it'll pick it from Netflix and put it on so there. You can use this to control your Chromecast. Mm-hmm. Or it, it will it will cast could you, um, streams to your Chromecast. Couldn't you do that with your phone? You can. I mean, like, can you use the Google Assistant on your phone? Yes. Okay. To do All the right. same thing. Yeah. Gotcha. It's basically just. A, a hardware version of Google Assistant, like a standalone, no screen version of Google Assistant. Actually, there is one with a screen now, um, and so that that just came out this year. Before we go any further into some of the awesomeness and capabilities of said Home Mini, um, <laughs> I feel like i i want to I want to ask you, Jeff, uh, what is your opinion? on the fact that Google is constantly listening. Um, it is always on. I've, I've, I've listened to it. You can actually like go through and listen to the recordings it has taken of you. Isn't that creepy? Um, to Le- me, less than to creepy, me, no. Isn't it a concern? To, that- me, to me, no, because, because this is a giant database of hundreds of thousands of users, perhaps even millions, who are using this? Actually, I know there's many millions of people using this feature, and all it is is just a short voice clip that's saved on a server somewhere, 
has no real, according to Google, is not really associated with your account when accessed externally. So only your Google account has the keys supposedly to know which um, voice recordings are actually yours. Um, And it does not save any recordings that don't have the, the Hey Google hot word in it. So I don't believe that. Once I'm not I, sure, but I can tell you the answer to a similar question. Hmm. What's the hot word phrase? And then introdu- Would that help? Oh, it. You said "Hey Google" in it. Picked it up. Yeah, it's listening to me now. Oh. It, Sorry, it is, I don't understand. Right, shut her off. Quiet, shut her up. Quiet. Um, at least ask her something useful. Well, it's 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 fun to interact with as well. You can say, "Hey Google, tell me a joke." What sound do porcupines make when they kiss? Ouch! Oh my. It's not very funny. It's full of absolutely terribly it's lame jokes. It's full of dad jokes. <laughs> um, it'll, the it'll, Google Assistant is actually Google it Dad. <laughs> it'll, <laughs> it'll read stories to you as well. Um, oh, could it read the three little pigs? It could. Well, tell it, Jeff. But what we're going to do with it today, we're going to test out a new feature that they just released. And wait, 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 wait. What, when you say just released, are we talking within like the last within two the days? past week? Ooh. Um, Did you have to update the Google Assistant? No, it's it's live. It's a live app. It doesn't oh. have to get downloaded to the device. It actually streams the app to the device once you request it. And so basically, Google partnered with Disney um, to bring some of their uh, little golden books to life. Wait, the golden books are owned by Disney? They are owned by Disney now. They are everywhere. Yep. I don't even know what the golden books are. The little golden books? Ruben, these are like collector's items. Like, we have probably a hundred of them Jack in, and our, Jill? in our closet. Aren't they one of the golden books? Uh, no. They, they always Mary had, had these. a little lamb. You know, some a few of them might, but it's more like um, a selection of kids' stories. Um, but, and I don't think Disney originally owned the little golden books. But they all but have they do this, own them now. this spine. This silvery mm-hmm. spine. And they have mini ones, like... T- like Two yeah, and a half inch square. I remember, yeah, I remember reading those. the mini ones when mm-hmm. I was a child. So basically, anyways, so they partnered with Disney, and Disney created this app for Google Home that, as you're reading the story to your children, will play music and sound effects. Um, Ooh. And I tried this out last night just to make sure it works. And it does. And it does. Oh and there's my. only there's only about five books that it works with, but The Three Little Pigs is one of them. And... Basically, it listens to you as you're reading the story and will tell you or will just, you know, listen to your voice and, and play the appropriate sound effects at the appropriate times. And I just wanted to get your feedback on this. I don't think it's quite as fully developed as it could be, but let's... Uh, let's and, uh, Jeff, how soon does it start working? Because I'm going to shoot a video you for You have Instagram. to say the Google hot word. So you say... But, hey, but hold on, hold on. I mean, within the story, like, will it start immediately It'll tell you actually when to start reading the okay, story. Okay, okay. So, hey Google, let's read along with Disney. Okay, I love story time. What's the title of the book you'll read? The Three Little Pigs. Three Little Pigs, sure thing. When you hear the music, just start reading. When Mama Pig thought her three little pigs were old enough, she packed them each a lunch, kissed them 
each on the cheek and sent them out into the world to seek their fortunes. Off they went together, each with a bright kerchief for a knapsack. When they came to a fork in the road, they bid each other goodbye and good luck. Then one went this way, one went that way, and one the other. Soon, the first little pig met a man carrying a great bundle of straw. Please, sir, he asked, could you spare enough straw for me to build myself a house? The man did as he was asked, and soon the first little pig had built himself a cozy little house of straw. Before long, a hungry wolf knocked at the door of the little straw house. Little pig, little pig, let me come in, he called. No, not by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin, answered the first little pig. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. And the wolf, said the wolf, and sure enough, he puffed and he puffed and he blew in the house. But before the house came tumbling down, the first little pig had run out the back door and into the woods. He decided then and there to find his two brothers. The second little pig walked along until he met a man wheeling a barrel full of sticks. Please, sir, he asked, could you spare enough sticks for me to build myself a house? The man did as he was asked, and soon the second little pig had built himself a snug little house of sticks. Before long, the wolf was at his door, and he was still hungry. Little pig, little pig, let me come in, he called. No, not by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin, answered the second little pig. Then I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house in, said the wolf, and sure enough, he huffed, and he puffed, and he blew the house in. But before the house came clattering down, the second little pig had climbed out the back window and run into the woods, and he decided then and there to find his two brothers. After the third little pig had walked for a while, he met a man pulling a cart heaped with bricks. Please, sir, he asked, could you spare enough bricks for me to build myself a house? The man did as he was asked, and soon the third little pig had built himself a solid little, ho little house of brick. After a while, his two brothers and his mother found their way to, the, to his new little brick house, and they all decided to live together once more. One, one morning, Mama Pig decided to make a vegetable soup for lunch. She filled the big iron kettle that hung in the fireplace with water, added an apronful of fresh vegetables from the garden, and lit a fire under it. Just as she placed the lid on the kettle, there was a knock at the door. It, it was the wolf, of course, and he was hungrier than ever. Little pig, little pig, let me come in, he called. No, not by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin, answered the third little pig. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in, said the wolf. 
And sure enough, he huffed, and he puffed, and he huffed, and he puffed, and he huffed, and he puffed. But he couldn't blow in the solid little brick house. After the wolf had a chance to catch his breath, he knocked at the door once more. If you won't open this door, I'll come down your chimney, and then I'll, you'll be sorry. All f you'll all be sorry for the trouble you've caused me. Still, no one opened the door, and soon the wolf could be heard climbing on t onto the roof of the little brick house. Quietly, the third little pig took the lid off the kettle. Then, swoosh! Down the chimney came the wolf, and splash! Into the kettle he went. Quick as a wink, the third little pig put on the lid back on the kettle, and that was the end of the wolf. To celebrate the occasion, Mama Pig took a crusty rutabaga, rutabaga pie from the cupboard. Everyone had a great big slice and washed it down with fresh cold apple cider. And that's the end of our story. Not bad. Ugh. I'm pretty impressed. The music is a little like Obnoxious. a little too much, but sound effects it's distracting. The knock, knock, knock was excellent. Yeah, it was right there. It was right on. Yeah. The, the huffing and puffing, like it needs some work, just overall sound. But uh, but overall, I'm impressed. Yes. Hey Google, stop. <clears throat> I'm out of breath. <laughs> I think the 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 music was a little bit too repetitious and not seamless enough yeah between iterations but other than that uh, it needs to be a little bit more backgroundy mm -hmm. which you we could have turned the volume down as well but, yeah um is there a list of books that you can see that are compatible yeah with so some of them are um obviously the little, three little pigs peter pan uh, moana um moana yeah is Mo one of the, is golden, one of the golden books, books. yep the, how'd that get in there it's the new it's a new one Wait, is it's, the Lion King one of the golden books? Um, you know, I'm not sure. If it's not, I'm gonna be. I think most. I got another rant coming on. I think most Disney stories on, are Ruben. are there. Uh, there's Mickey Mouse in the spaceship is one of them as well. Um, I forget what the other ones are, but yeah, I, like at this point, I think Coco is one as well. How can these be collectors if they're all been created within the last ten years? Not all of them. The ones that okay, are well, truly not, collectors. Not the little pig. Like, like, look at the published date on this one. Like, I think it's 1970-something. I'm uh, looking. Uh, illustrations, 1998. Okay. 1988, I mean, sorry. Yeah. Well, the good thing is uh, you could buy that collector's item for 59 cents, so. Is this from <clears throat> Pine? When it came out. The Whispering Pine. Uh, the uh, Pine. <laughs> whispering Pine. Pinewood pine Discount. Uh, oh, you uh, know what, guys? Uh, I forgot, but we've got to we've got to wrap this thing up. I've got, I've got an appointment here in about five minutes. Okay. Oh wow. So we, real quickly, I promised a little tech tip from me. It's not really a tech tip, just an update. The latest Apple iOS update, update twelve point one, introduces a new set of emojis, and that emoji is Trump, the gingers. Oh. The redheads finally get their hair color added to the emojis. Uh, along with that, too. I guess there's now FaceTime has group FaceTime, which doesn't interest me at all. I don't uh, no, that's that's good. I mean, it's fine. It's great. It's not something that I think I'll ever use. I think it would be. There's that, let me put it this way. There hasn't been a time that I would have used it before in my life. Okay. Um, and there's some few other minor updates too, but 
I, there, there's something else Apple tech related. They just had an event either today or yesterday. Today, probably was it today? Yeah. Uh, and a new iPad came out, and a some a new new MacBook Air, new MacBook Air. Uh, and did you see what port is on the iPad? Yeah, USB C. USB C. Really? I am. I'm. I'm surprised. impressed. Um, do you think that eventually then the the iPhones will also get the USB C? Surely. I, I think they will. Yes. Possibly, although USB C is what <clears throat> the computers have. Yeah, and, and my, it, it my is phone a great has it port. too. Okay. So it's becoming more and more popular among um, Android smartphones for sure. Yes. Just because it's becoming such a universal standard. I'm just surprised that Apple would stoop. So low. No, I, well, I've heard actually, that Apple re- was one of the companies that really pushed for the adaptation of USB-C. That's true. They really they, they put it in their laptops. They were like one of the early adapters. <clears throat> but huh, adapters, because <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you have to use an adapter. With the cool thing is, if you use USB-C, so yes. like like if you have two phones, Android phones that have USB-C, or actually an Android phone, an iPhone, whatever, any two devices that have USB-C, I can use. Android, uh, my Android phone to charge as a power bank to charge another device. It'll actually support like drawing from the battery of this phone to power another device. Okay, which is really interesting as well. That that, that is that's cool. All right, hey, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up. We obviously didn't quite get everything talked about that we wanted to, and we'll need to, <sighs> we'll need to do that next week. We had too many con- too much content. Well, yeah. for those of you, uh, did, actually, no, we won't be here next week. Did did, did you um? Record what I said about um, talking about Halloween. Uh, I you you just alluded to it. Okay, and I'm sorry. Well, yeah. that that's completely fine. Um, I'm writing a blog post, planning on publishing it tonight. Okay, about Halloween. Was so, that lightonmypath.com? Yep. If you're interested in the reading light on that, my path. the light, the light on my path. The light, my path.com. But we do want to talk about it. We'll talk about it next. Uh, sorry, we won't talk about it next week because I'm going to be gone. Okay, but mm-hmm. when I come back, there will not be an episode next week. No. Let it be known. Let it be known. And if you're mad, just dump in the feedback. We can always uh, we always appreciate. If that. you're listening to this on Thursday because it wasn't published until then, you're welcome. Then obviously, when Jeff says you can listen to it tonight or read it tonight, you could have listened to it two days ago. Yeah, yeah, you could have. That's right. <laughs> anyway, any, anything more on that, Jeff? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Layton. What's the point? Uh, the point is number one. Jeff doesn't update. The, the show's Kanban flow. Uh, point number two, people don't change, apparently. Uh, point number three, the French press needs to start the next trend. Point number four, the Google Home Mini is trying to replace parents by reading stories to their kids. Uh, and this is a bonus. This is not a point, but this is a poll suggestion that we should do. Should the French press have a sleepover at the little pink bread and breakfast <laughs> yes. bed and breakfast in Napanee. My vote is yay. Okay, so we have one yes so far. I would vote for it too. What's our word of the week, Layton? Uh, word of the week is home. <laughs>